when you think of being inspired, you don't necessarily realize that some of the things that you do, people are watching, whether it be, you know, people that you don't know, your children, your family, and you could actually be an inspiration to them. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our wayward lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm your host today, Brittany, joined by my... Macarena mommy, Amy. <laughs> I can't think of what the heck. How about intriguing? Intriguing. Oh, intriguing. Amy, Amy. Macarena mom. Amy. Hi, guys. <laughs> and my super cool sister, Courtney. Hello. I, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready. I panicked. Oh, you did. There was an hesitation Macarena. and then you panicked. Macarena <laughs> mom. Anywho, on this episode, we are going to bring to you the riveting conclusion of our episode last week where my mom found seven quotes and uh, we're going to finish them off this week. But before we do that, we are going to do some trivia and it's mom's favorite. It's finish the lyric, <laughs> and Courtney is providing the trivia today. And Court, do you want to tell us what the theme is and get us started on that? I do, and I only insisted on doing this because I missed the last time you guys did finish the lyrics, so I wanted to participate. <laughs> um, so this is, can you finish the lyrics to the pop hits of the 2000s? Oh, God, I'm going to lose. And here's the thing. As I'm reading these, like, there's some pretty raunchy songs from the 2000s, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, right? I had no idea. I had oh, no idea. I just liked the beat until I started listening to the words. Yeah, I'm well. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. I let you guys listen to this. All right. I'll do, I'll do a few. We'll see how it goes. And uh, I don't know how many I'm going to do, but we'll just let time tell. Are you guys ready? We are ready. Right. I'm going to kick your butt, Mom. No, you probably will. <laughs> okay, finish the lyric. My love don't cost a thing. Think I want to drive your Benz? I, I don't. don't. Think you want to floss? I got my own. Even if you were broke, my love don't cost a thing. Extra points for the singer. Who <laughs> <laughs> sings it? I have no idea. I'm still in the dust here. You don't know that oh. song? Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Is this like TLC or something? Is it? Hold on. Rihanna. Oh my gosh. Why Rihanna, can't I think Rihanna. of Rihanna? Is it Destiny's oh. Child? Mm-mm. Pink? Uh, nope. No. She's from the block. Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. That's J-Lo. right. I, no, I get points. Okay. This next one I can't even say with a straight face because I never knew these were the lyrics. <laughs> All right, ready? I'm gonna, it's four lines that I'm gonna say. <laughs> Dirty babe, you see these shackles, baby? I'm baby, your I'm your slave. I'll let you whip me if I misbehave. Whatever no makes me feel this way. I got, I it's just the chorus. Uh, it's Spears. Oh Go man, I really suck. Okay, it's sexy. She dated Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. 
<laughs> I was reading these lyrics. I was like, that's what he says. That's what he says. All right. Next one to continue on with our theme of being raunchy 2000s kids. I kissed a girl and I liked it. The taste of her cherry chapstick. Amy Winehouse? No. I kissed, I kissed a, girl a girl just, just to, to try, try it. it. Oh, oh my boyfriend don't mind it. Katy Perry. That's it. Very good. Oh, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hopefully our listeners I'll, are, are getting these. More. Oh, don't worry. Don't, don't. This do next that. one, I don't, think, I don't think she'll get either. I'm looking for one that maybe. Okay. This one, I don't think she'll get, but the next few, maybe. All right, here we go. <laughs> but she wears short skirts. I, I wear, wear t-shirts. She's <laughs> she got the sunshine. I get excited. And who is the singer? Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll just Ma, sit here. Ma, next week, we're going to do 80 songs, and you're going to uh, kill it, okay? Yeah. yeah for Actually, do you know, I had two tabs open. One of them was 2000s Pop, and the other one was Bon Jovi. So you would have killed the Bon Jovi. I hope. You should have did um, a mix. Okay. Right. Switch to That's Bon Jovi. Too late. It's too late it's too now. Late. It's too, too late. late. I, I closed the tab. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I would never just go over to it. I'm going to pause this time, I swear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready? Ready. Oh, the taste of your lips. I'm on a ride. You're toxic. I'm slipping under. Oh my goodness. Come on, mom. Maybe if I sing it. Do you like it toxic? <gasps> yes. 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 Keep going. <laughs> Who is it? Britney Spears. Yes. Yeah. Can you finish the lyric? You're toxic. No. I'm slipping <laughs> under. With the taste of the poison paradise, I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? Good job, mom. Thanks. All right, mom. You might get this one. You might get this one, mom. All right. Should I keep going? Or are we? Wait. Oh, all I have to say is I never knew what they were saying. Maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. All right. I got this one, mom. Britt, see if mom knows this one. Okay. Okay. Oh, what's this? All right. Here we go. <laughs> He met Marmalade down in old Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah. Moulin Rouge. her stuff on the street. She said. <laughs> Hello. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> she got it. She said, hello. Hey, Joe. You, you want to give, give it, it a go? go? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, bonus points if you can name all of the singers in this. Uh, Christina Aguilera. That's one. Uh, pink. Mm-hmm. That's two. Um, uh, not Tiffany. Uh, Monica. No. Maya. Maya. Uh, two more. Oh, uh, not Missy Elliott. Who's yes, that? Missy Elliott is one. Missy Elliott. And, and the last one is? Uh, I said Christina. Lil. Lil Kim. Yeah! That was... You really gave that to me. I'll take yeah. it though. That's good. All right, this one That's I'm not fine. sure if you guys will get. This could be I could this could be one of the last ones because I've got a, quite a few, but let's see. <laughs> now there's just no chance with you and me. They'll never be. No idea, Brittany. Go ahead, take it. Oh you, okay, hold on. Do you say it again? Now there's just no chance with you and me. There'll never be. Keep keep going. Mm-mm. A little bit. If I, if I sing it, then you'll probably get it. I know. It's on the tip of my tongue. Now there's just no chance with you and me. They'll never, never be. be. 
It's Justin Timberlake again. Yes. Cry me a river. What's the next mm-hmm. lyric? You told me you love me. Why did you leave me? No, before me? that, there's oh, one more. Lo- <clears throat> you don't have to say what you did. What you did, I already know. I found out from him. <laughs> now there's just no chance for you and me. You and me will never be. be. Don't make me sad about it. Don't it make you sad about it. Yeah. Close, close, close. That was good. That's not a good one to end on. That was two JTs. Right, one, so more, one more. One more? Okay. See if mom could finish the one lyric, more. Brett. Okay. I think I did it again. I made you believe. Oops, I did We're it again. more than just friends. Hold on. Oh, baby. It might seem like a crush, but finish it. Oops, I did it again. What do you think it But it doesn't mean that I'm serious. <laughs> Just to lose all my senses. I don't get this one. That's two Britney Spears. That's Britney. It's good. It's good. Sorry, Good job, Mom. You got a couple. I can't redeem myself. Did not. Yes, you did. Oh, sure, Brett. Maybe you got some artists in there. Okay. If I did 80s, would you know it? You know lyrics in general? Maybe. Maybe we got to do like, maybe we have to do like song trivia, like. What song is this? And then the band. Hey, but she did good with the 90s. She got half of them. All right. So 2000s, you tuned out. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> After the 90s, you you were done. Okay. Gotcha. done. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll keep that in mind for next time. Yes. All right, guys. So let's go ahead and head back to the episode. Remember, these are seven important challenges to take for a better life. And to recap you of the last episode, the first one was when you catch yourself overthinking things. Challenge yourself to take a step forward instead. Number two, when you have two good choices, challenge yourself to go with the one that scares you because it can help you grow faster. And number three, when you're going to do something new, challenge yourself to do it with enthusiasm and devotion. So let's go ahead, guys, and finish this riveting conversation of of the seven (laughs) important challenges to take for a better life. So here's number four. When mistakes are made, challenge yourself to learn from them rather than waste time on blaming yourself. What do we think, classes? I think that's a very common thing or practice that people do. It, it's You always look at what part you had in it to make things go sideways or not work out. And, oh, this is my fault. I could have done this better. I could have done that better. Rather than do the blaming thing, like the the sentence says, reshape your thinking. And okay, what was this trying to teach me? What can I draw from that experience that I can do better the next time? Because when you do the blaming game, you don't make any progress. It's you're just stuck in this this area that you just can't move forward. So, um, anything to add to that, Court? I was just thinking to myself that I use this in a different way. Um, I will blame myself on purpose. To <laughs> so messed up. Wait, it's really I'm going. I'm going to go off. It's 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 not healthy at all. So I'm 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 not doing this as much anymore. But what I used to do is I used to blame myself on purpose out loud, so that my husband would hear it, and. Then, and then he would be like, no, it wasn't you. 
He was actually, I could have probably helped more. Oh, hey. could you have? You were trying <laughs> oh. to provoke a response. Yeah. So this is, oh. I know that that's not what this statement is. <laughs> Saying, but for some reason, that's all that's in my head right now is misusing it. I'm um, doing honest. Follow my example. That's um, kind of funny. It is, but I I'll just say things like I guess it just must be my fault. I just, just don't get up early enough. That has to be what it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but no, absolutely. I think if you continue to repeat your mistakes, then there's a problem. I think that. True growth comes when you learn from your mistakes and you don't repeat them. Yeah. So that's a pretty, I don't know, uh, what am I looking for? Not self-explanatory, but... Self-straightforward. Yeah. Straight, straightforward kind mm-hmm. of statement, I think. How about you, Britt? Yeah, I agree exactly with what you guys are saying. And I I definitely take this point of view when mistakes are made. Um, I kind of pride myself on making sure that I put enough energy and effort into the planning and the execution of something that if a mistake is made, I always go back and go like, well, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better? Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say like, you know, no moment is ever wasted, uh, you know, unless you, if you learn something from it. Um, but I do think though that there are people, there are many people and I know people that um, if something goes wrong, they just stay stuck in that rut and they never mm-hmm. move forward. And, you know, it will eventually affect their mindset and their work ethic and the way that they treat people. So I think it's definitely straightforward and it's easy to say, but I think um, to some degree, I would have our listeners like really take a moment and, and see if you if you are doing that self to yourself, doing that to yourself, and then see what what your emotions are and what you're thinking in your head about yourself when you are blaming yourself. Are you learning from it or are you letting it keep you down and preventing you from moving forward in life? Right. But looking that at that also. Um, Let's remove blaming yourself from it. If you really want to grow from it, I think the thing that you should be doing is not necessarily blaming yourself, but what you actually said, Brittany, like, all right, what could I have done better? I think when you reshape it or say it in that, say the statement in that way, it takes you out of that being stuck because blaming yourself just gets you nowhere. There, There's no progress that you make from that. So remove blaming yourself and, and um, replace it with what could have I done? What could I have done better in this situation? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I love that. All right. Does anybody else have anything to add to that one? No. Okay. Number five, when you find yourself trying to control – hello – When you find yourself trying to control too much, challenge yourself to let go and enjoy the moment. Hmm. I'll start with this one. That's hard for me to to like grasp onto because I do try to control a lot and not even just control. It's it's more of a, oh, okay, I'll, I'll start doing that for you or I'll pick up this task and I'll do that. And then I end up picking up so many things that I really don't have time to ever let go. And sometimes... For me personally, if I have a moment of just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, what should I? I should be doing something right now. I'm definitely missing something. I definitely forgot to do something. So I would like to start adopting that into my life. But I have the kind of personality where if I'm going to be like letting go and enjoying the moment, it's going to be like after work or something like that, or on the weekend. I don't know. What do you guys think? This for me um, is something I have been working on for years. 
And it stems, I think, from my need for perfection, my perfectionist um, mentality, I guess, because I want everything to be a certain way. I have to be the one in control. Otherwise, it's not going to be the way I want it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I tend on missing out on a lot. And just an example that comes to my mind off the top of my head is my, my wedding, my my actual wedding party, not the wedding day. So the second one, I guess. I was so consumed with controlling every single aspect of what happened, um, where everyone was supposed to be, what music was playing, what we were supposed to be doing, what was this person doing, that person, that um, I don't even really remember the day. I didn't have one single drink at my wedding. Actually, I lied. I had a shot because it was customary to take shots at the beginning of the night. And then that was it. I didn't have another drink the whole night. Um, and I, even now look back on that day and I could list you every single thing that went wrong and not so much all of the wonderful things. But now when I talk to my friends, because my wedding was a very laid back backyard, um, barbecue kind of, um, a glorified barbecue, I guess you could say all of my friends were like, we had the best time. It was the best wedding we've ever been to. It was just like, everyone was just chill and relaxed and had the best time because they weren't, it wasn't this like uptight prim and proper thing. It was just friends hanging out, celebrating our friends. So everybody else thought it was amazing. And I, for many years, just never wanted to think about it because all I could think about was how everything went wrong. So I know that's like an extreme example, but um, it, it stems from my need for everything to be perfect. And because I didn't control, I couldn't control everything that was happening. I ruined my memory of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect example of mm-hmm. when you, of that. <laughs> And side note, I uh, I know you had one shot, but I drank um for you. She drank. So. <laughs> I think I did too. Did everybody else? I drank the next day. I had a lot the next day, but the day of, I did not. I, as a matter of fact, Phew. my entire wedding party, including my husband, got so trashed that me in my because I didn't bring a change of clothes, so in my wedding gown, drove Dad's pickup truck to the hotel with all oh my, my wedding party in the back. That's because everybody else was trashed. I don't think there was one sober person there. I was driving. Besides your like four-year-old son. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. That's when I had my light up hula hoop. That's right. You were in my entertainment. (laughs) I was what? It was good. It's good though. You were the entertainment. What did you say, Court? Yes, you know, free entertainment for the evening. (laughs) Mom, did you have anything for this? Yeah, actually I think of one particular scenario where I applied this and for all you amusement park goers, you may able to, you may be able to relate to this as well. But when you guys were younger and um, I was with your dad and we took you to Disney, I had an itinerary of nine o'clock, we're here and 1030, <laughs> we're here. And by 1130, we're here and one o'clock lunch and da, 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 da. And then it was, all right, guys, come on, you finished. We're, we, we're done here. We got to go here. And it was more like I was prodding you guys to be at a particular you know, point or, or area at a certain time so that I could stick to the schedule. And I don't think I really enjoyed myself that much. There may be people out there who do the same thing when you're going to an amusement park because you don't want to miss all the things, all the things. Oh, she said uh, it. She said it. You don't want to <laughs> miss anything because, you know, first of all, you paid a lot to go on vacation. Um, there are so many things there that you want to be able to get everything in 
in on your visit. So you, like I said, you plan this itinerary so that you hit every single point and you got your money's worth. But when you actually do something like that, you really don't enjoy yourself. And I'm sure the kids are like, come on, mom, we just want to stay here longer. We don't want to go there, you know, things like that. So um, that is where I would actually apply something like this because I know I've done it. And like I said, I don't think I enjoyed myself that much. And I'm sure the kids (laughs) didn't either. I think I only remember from that trip doing the bug's life and feeling the bugs crawl underneath the seat. That's like my only memory of that trip. Yeah. I'm the same with Disney. I don't know if you remember when we went to our Christmas, but that was crazy. That was Christmas time at Disney. You have to have an itinerary when there's no, everybody in the world not. is there. Oh my God. <laughs> when you have two little kids, you do. Yes, you want to with two little done. kids. But when I just went a couple of weeks ago, we had no itinerary. We just went and enjoyed our time. So yeah. when there's not that many people and you don't have to wait five hours to get a table, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when Alex and I go on vacation, uh, like the past couple of times we've gone with friends and sometimes – some of the friends are like, oh, we got to do this at this time and this at that time. And we had to wake up at this time and go here. And we're just like, yeah, we'll, we'll see you around then. We're just going to do our own thing. Like, we don't like itineraries when we're on vacation. <laughs> I mean, having a couple things that you want to accomplish in the yeah. day is fine, but not a scripted 9 o'clock here, 10 o'clock here. Or 5 a.m. to – and here's the thing. <laughs> the 5 a.m. to the Star Wars land, I would never, ever do that. <laughs> but I did not get to ride that ride. Oh, okay. By the time that we got there, it was booked for the rest of the day. So Yeah. We did so, it. But listen, I'm going to say one thing, okay? To anybody listening that needs Disney tip, I will never – I've done Disney so many times, and I will never, ever do it differently than what we did this past the past time we went. We slept in, went to the parks a little late, enjoyed our time, did – paid the like 15 bucks extra to do like a lightning pass to get on whatever, you know, whatever was free. Then the last hour to hour and a half – everybody leaves the park and i'm hmm. talking like the the star wars ride for example the, the slinky ride just i know i'm going on on the side here but i think that's very important <laughs> slinky ride the star wars ride and and there's a mickey mouse ride these three rides all day did not drop beneath a two-hour wait the entire hmm. day we did all three within one hour wow, wow. because the end of the night everybody's rushing to get out and mm-hmm. people with little kids their kids are passed out my kids were up and we, and in fact, Sammy and, and Aiden ended up doing the slinky ride three times in a row. Just, nice. like, just got right on, right on. So I was like, I'll never wait on a long run again. I'll just do whatever's open during the day. And then at mm-hmm. night, we're just going to run around and get all the last minute rides. I'll never do it differently. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nice. Anyway, sorry. Nice that was important. That was important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Uh, number six, when someone treats you poorly... Challenge yourself to treat them with kindness and respect. Thoughts? Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's something I, yeah, I agree with. And, um, you know, I always talk about my Christian faith, and this is one of the foundations and key points of Christianity is to treat others the way you want to be treated, not how they treat you. Um, but one thing I've learned is it's, it's very hard. So sometimes you have to remove yourself from the situation or you have to walk away. Um, But something I have learned is oftentimes when you meet, and I'm talking about sincere kindness, not that sarcastic kindness or, you know, snarky or, you know, 
something that's not genuine. But when you meet somebody who is rude or who is whatever, just mean, and you meet that with kindness, a lot of times it brings them to the realization of the contrast between how you just treated them and how they treated you. And oftentimes it calms them down and it brings them to a place where they're like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just having a rough day. Like mm-hmm. in most of my experiences, um, maybe there's a few where it, it was just too far gone. But most of the time when I'm genuinely kind to somebody who is being outright rude to me, no matter where I am, supermarket, online, whatever, my kindness almost illuminates to them how rude they're being. Does that make sense? And mm-hmm. it, it works in my favor because they usually will calm down and, and they'll return the kindness. But it's very hard to do. I'm not going to sit here and be like, just be kind. It's very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I think applying this also uh, to family members or even to your spouses, right? I know I've been guilty of doing this on the opposite side, being the one who treats somebody poorly, my poor husband. Um but he'll just, it, it, I don't want to say you have to feel him for a pulse, but he's very like low key, like, you know, he doesn't raise his voice. And sometimes I'll be like trying to like prod him to like, come on, come on, let's fight. <laughs> but um, most of the times when he does something like that, it makes me take a step back and say, what's wrong with you? Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to be like this? You know? So to Courtney's point and saying more often than not, when you show them kindness and you treat them with kindness, it actually makes you say to yourself or put you in check, like, wow, why am I being this way? That I don't need to be this way. And you don't, you go down to the level or you, you calm down, you, start to let go of the anger or whatever it is that's frustrating you to meet that person at that calm, loving level. Yeah. And the other thing is too, if you allow someone to rile you up and get you to the point where they're going to get a rude reaction out of you, you're in a sense giving that person power over you. Yeah, exactly. Because you're allowing them and whatever they're going through in that day to now dictate what you say and do. And that, you know, that goes back to also having self-control and self-awareness, which is not something I always have. Sometimes I don't see it until after I've done it or after I've said it, you know, so Mm -hmm. I'm personally working on being more aware in the moment and trying to really think things through before I speak, um, which is also very difficult to do. But anyway, Britt, how about you? Um, I would say it's taken me a while to get to this point where I truly understand and um, try to act this way in my own life. Because as a kid and when I was younger, even in like early college days, if someone challenged me or even, you know, spoke to me in a way that I wasn't happy with, I would lash out and and try to make them feel how I felt. Like if I feel bad, you deserve to feel bad too because your words mm-hmm. hurt me, you know. And the older I get, I realize, you know, maybe that person didn't intend to hurt my feelings that way. Uh, just like all the other conversations that we've had about you know, mindset and the way we speak to each other and tone is sometimes people have the best intentions when they say something, but don't really think through the way that they said it. So as I've gotten older, I definitely, excuse me, try to do this, uh, not only at my work, but with my family and with Alex, but especially on the phone, like when people call in at work and they're angry, like, 
uh, yeah, you can't come right now or this can't happen. I'm just so upset. If I just, you know, I'm on the other side and I'm smiling just to be like, okay, like, you know, and I try to be as kind as I can and respectful. And you're right, Courtney, it calms them down, even though they can't mm-hmm. see me because I can continue to just try to be positive and be respectful. By the end of it, I can typically calm them down. And, you know, sometimes people, we, I think one time someone called back and was like, I just wanted to apologize for the way I spoke to you. I was just having a bad day or something happened. Yeah. Um, so just like you said, it's definitely harder said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, but to try, like, you know, for listeners, if you tr- catch yourself in a situation where you're responding to someone and, and check yourself, see if you're responding out of anger or you're trying to get back at somebody or see, you know, just kind of gauge that and take, take note of that. And maybe you can see a pattern, something that maybe it's a positive pattern or a pattern that you could potentially change in the future. Do you remember the time when you ran after Anybody the guy else? in the bar because he bumped into me? <laughs> what happened? Brittany's like, do you remember that? You don't remember that? What? What did you say? Oh no, I think I think uh, I might have cut out. Sorry, guys. Um, I said, no, what did you re- say? Do you remember the time when you ran after the guy in the bar because he bumped into me? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, gosh. I was bouncing, and he was like, "Oh, come on, Britt." Yeah. I'm busy, man. Well, you were so upset, Courtney. Well, because he came flying down the stairs and he literally, like, he didn't do it on purpose, but he I ran know. by me and he, like, he shoved me so hard that I almost fell down the stairs. And I was like, yo, that guy just pushed me. And he was like, what? And she ran <laughs> he just pushed my sister. And the guy was so oblivious to what he had done that he didn't even know what the hell she was talking about. He was like, I just what? got in his face. Okay, so different point of view. You didn't just say that, Courtney. You were like, Oh my god, like this guy, you were freaking out. <laughs> and I didn't see it. <laughs> Same. I didn't see it happen. I was like, oh heck no, no one's messing with my sister. I ran out there. I found this dude, ran up in his face. I ran past dad in the process. So he sees me fly by <laughs> and get in this guy's face. I'm just like, my hands and everything, like, you know this, you know that. Like you stay away from my sister. And the guy was like, oh, <laughs> What are you talking about? We walk away and that guy, I guess, tried to approach me after I walked away and dad had finally stepped in and was like, that's my daughter. He's like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Those days are behind us, though, listeners. We're speaking of many years ago, far, far away in a time not of this one. (laughs) Lost way before (laughs) Disney. (laughs) Actually, at Disney. (laughs) Uh, I don't know about that. Were you fresh at Disney? No, I was not. No, that's good. That's good. All right, guys. Anybody else have anything to add to that one? Nobody else. Nobody else. Okay, numero siete. (laughs) When you catch yourself thinking the grass is greener elsewhere, challenge yourself to water the grass you're standing on. (laughs) (laughs) One more time. I just had a visual of me just having a cup of water and just being like, nothing's <laughs> happening. How okay, do you quote, water said grass is the question. Yeah. So once again, it's when you catch yourself thinking the grass is greener elsewhere, challenge yourself to water the grass you're standing on. So take this step by step. Have you ever caught yourself thinking that the grass is greener elsewhere? Can you guys think of yeah. a scenario? Mm scenario you don't have to talk about it but can you envision it in your brain yeah yes. i can think of some situations where i was yeah. like oh it, 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 it must, must be, be nice. better yeah it must be nice <laughs> yeah it must be nice to have that and to do that and to yeah 
All right, guys. Sorry about that. I had to take an emergency bathroom break. But getting back to what we were talking about, <laughs> I'm just not sure where we cut it off. So, um, anywho, Courtney, you were talking, catching yourself, thinking the grass is greener right, elsewhere. I was saying, I was saying to envision a scenario that where you have caught yourself thinking about the grass being greener elsewhere, mm-hmm. and then now challenge yourself to water the grass you're standing on. So, an example that is not at all anything I've ever experienced, just saying hypothetically, (laughs) if you ever are seeing an ex-friend or whatever person in your life who (laughs) now is in a different relationship or lives somewhere different or has a house when you're waiting for your house to be finished or whatever, (laughs) right? Hmm. Completely hypothetical situation. you know, you can tend to maybe be like, well, that must be nice, right? But instead, mm-hmm. I can, and I think this goes back to what we always talk about, having an attitude of gratitude. For me, challenging yourself to water the grass you're standing on means and translates to look at your situation and try to have an attitude of gratitude for what you have. So I can just simply talk about and be thankful for all of the things that I do have. And I think that often more times than not will put things into perspective and helps you get past that comparison. This is the comparison trap that we always fall into. We've talked about this so many times before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom. I'm actually thinking um, about this statement from a work perspective. Um, you know, if you're in a situation where you absolutely hate what you do and you know, oh, if I were, if I just went down this path, or if I could just leave here and do this thing, um, yeah, it could actually be better on the other side. But when you make that transition, there are things that are going to be a pain when you actually start to do that. For instance, maybe you're going to not know uh, the process at the job that you're at. You're not going to know you know, how to navigate on their website. You're not going to know the people that you work with. It's going to take you a while to get to, if you're still doing Zoom calls or maybe just calls, it's going to take you a while to get used to everybody's voices on the call. So there are those caveats when you actually do make a change like that. But I was having a conversation when I worked for um, the state of North Carolina with some of the people and they're like, oh, you know, I wish we could be doing this and I wish we could be doing that. And I challenged them because I said, hey, guys, you know, while you're here, you might as well take advantage of some of the things that they do offer, that there was a lot of training that you could take that would help them get to the next level in their position. Um, There's there's many benefits like going to the gym or time off type of thing. So just it's not always greener on the other side. It could potentially, but if you have to stay where you're at at that time, you really need to look at what are the positives in the job that you're in. Like I said, for when I worked at the state, the training that was available and that you can add on to your resume, it wasn't just specific to the state. But things like that, you actually just need, <laughs> you may maybe need to do a little research on your part so that you can make the time left if you're intending on leaving at your current job more, let's say, uh, easy fulfilling? to not fulfilling, but just to help you get over or help you deal with the issue of just wanting to leave or having or, or hating your job type of thing. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Brett? 
Uh, for me, I'll take the health and wellness perspective of it. Um, cause I definitely did this a lot of like, oh, it must be so nice to be just in shape already and have like a rock and rock and abs and, you know, it must be just so easy for these people. But same thing, like you guys are saying, flip it. Was I watering my own grass? You know, I'm, I'm kind of looking at these people, uh, I guess maybe in jealousy, like, okay, like it must be so nice to be able to wear that size clothes, clothing or do this or do that. But what have I done to water my own grass so that I could, so I could be or have my own grass be greener. And that's definitely something I've started to do this year is, is focusing on, you know, planting my roots and watering them and making sure I'm taking care of them so that I don't have to have that perspective anymore that the grass is greener somewhere else because I'm going to have the best grass out of everyone around me. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think like what's coming to my mind is like a completely practical thing here. Like, if I am your next door neighbor and your grass physically looks better than mine, and I'm like, it, I'm going to kick her out of her house. I'm going to move into her house because her, her grass is better. And I go move into your house and lo and behold, my grass starts to die now. There's obviously something going on with me. When mm-hmm. I go move to the elsewhere, to the grass that I think is greener, I'm taking me with me and all of my baggage mm-hmm. with me. And so the change that has to happen you are the is a common denominator. Is, yeah. The change that has to happen is you and what you're doing and what you're sowing into your grass. That's the metaphor we're going to use. What you're <laughs> sowing into what you're sowing into your life is going to follow you no matter where you go. And so sometimes the grass may seem greener for them because maybe they put in the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and you're just almost jealous that they have the results that you want but you have to be willing to put in the work that they did to get there. And that's the only problem I I see, not the only problem, but one of the major problems with social media is it makes it so much easier to fall into the comparison trap because it's a highlight reel of someone's life. You know, exactly. You're only seeing the best of, of, of the best. They're not posting things on their terrible things, horrible days. Right. Yeah, exactly. So love that. Thank you for making that connection there. I like that one. All right. Does anybody else have anything to add? Okie dokie. So to wrap it all up, remember this is the uh, second part of the seven important challenges to take for a better life. To recap all of them again, do I need to do all of them again or just the last ones? Yeah, same all. Okay. Number one, when you catch yourself overthinking (laughs) things, challenge yourself to take a step forward instead. Number two, when you have two good options, challenge yourself to go with the one that scares you because it can help you grow faster. Number three, when you're going to do something new, challenge yourself to do it with enthusiasm and devotion. Number four, when mistakes are made, challenge yourself to learn from them rather than waste time blaming yourself. Number five, when you find yourself trying to control too much, challenge yourself to let go and enjoy the moment. Number six, when someone treats you poorly, challenge yourself to treat them with kindness and respect. And number seven, when you catch yourself thinking the grass is greener elsewhere, challenge yourself to water the grass you're standing on. Um, I love these challenges that you found. Yes. I just thought they, they you know, in, in the past um, podcasts that we did, it was always don't do this or, um, you know, if I only thought about this type of thing. But I wanted to kind of put a positive spin on it. So these mm-hmm. ones pretty much stuck out to me and I figured it would be a great thing to talk about on the podcast. Yes. And I love a good challenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also before we go, mom, didn't someone uh stop you in the gym today? Oh uh, yeah. So you gotta share you have to share this win with our audience. <laughs> 
So I was at the gym and I was hanging from, I don't know if you guys know of um, the stretch uh, apparatus and basically it kind of looks like a cage that has all these different bars above you, in front of you, to the side. And I was hanging from the top bars doing hanging um, leg raises and I was on my second set and I was walking back because after I do a set, I walk around, I was walking back and I had a young lady actually stop me and she's like, hey, you are a strong woman. What you're doing is really amazing. And she, and she said, you're really inspiring. And I, I'm like, wow. I'm like, thank you so much. I said, but it's taken me a long time to get here. It's years and years of work that got me to this place. And I share this with my daughters earlier because I think when you think of being inspired, you don't necessarily realize that some of the things that you do, people are watching, whether it be, you know, people that you don't know, your children, your family, and you could actually be an inspiration to them. So when Mm -hmm. she had said that to me, it kind of took me back and like, you know, I go to the gym and I just do my thing. I don't pay attention to anybody, but there are people watching. So it was actually a a great feeling and it was nice that she took the time to stop me to tell me that. So that's amazing. It makes me think of our our women crush Wednesday quote. By the time you guys hear this, it'll be Friday. But um, our post today said iron iron sharpens iron. And that is so true when when we encourage each other and and we even just a simple comment like that, it, it really does wonders for both for both mm-hmm. the person who's giving the comment and, and the person who's receiving it. And that's why we always encourage community here on the We Read Last is All the Things podcast. Because, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, well, because it's so important and um, it's important. So if you guys don't have a community, you know, we're here for you, but definitely get your accountability buddy and yes. um, <laughs> jump on that because there's nothing like having a community of strong women and men around you to support you and encourage you when you need it. Way Absolutely. to go, mommy. Yes, Thank you are you. an inspiration. You're my inspiration. Thank you. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you so wait, much wait, for wait, taking. Wait. Hello. You're the meeting in my life. You're, You're the-, the inspiration. Brittany, that was for my- what? How am I supposed <laughs> to know that? How was I, I supposed just to know? Sure, she would get it. She would get it. Oh, so a little trivia. I know this her. is. This is probably so out of context, but did you guys know that that was the wedding song for Nanny and Pow Pow? No. No. Yeah. Aw. Sorry. Aww. Sorry. <laughs> Mom, would you have gotten that one? one? I would have gotten that one. Okay. Well, how am I supposed to know you're looking right at her? We're- okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys so much for taking the time to be with us today. Please continue to support us by subscribing to our podcast as well as rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Come on, guys. We got to share this with more women or lads, lasses and lads out there. So please share, rate us. We want to reach as many people as we can. If you love this episode, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us at wayward underscore lasses. And if you're not following us, um, Hello. Come on, what guys. We're doing? at episode what? <laughs> we don't even we don't know what episode we're at. <laughs> we were so confused last time. Yeah, I know. But guys, follow us so you can stay up to date on the tips, tricks, and short stories that we share or send us some love on our Wayward Lasses Facebook community page. Just like Courtney said, um, we just want to build a community where we all feel comfortable, where we can share our stories and the struggle and learn from each other and have that strong support of women or men behind us to support us along the 
the way. Don't forget if there's a topic you'd love for us to cover, email us at waywardlasses at gmail.com and our website, waywardlasses.com www in front of that. There's so many things on there. We've got resources, bios, mom's awesome blog, a shop with some wayward lasses and lads gear that you can check out. So many things. So please come check us out and share us so we can create our community and make it even bigger and bigger. Courtney, would you like to sign us off for this evening? I shall do it. I shall. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that wraps us up for today. Thank you again for supporting us. You guys know it means the world to us. Until next time, we are the Wayward Lasses, reminding you to keep it real. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Stay classy. Farewell. Farewell. What's the last thing he says? Stay classy. Planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs>